It's about 9.40. We're on episode 14. A busy day today. Did um, some content, put out some content, put out a, a video of me and my brother, my younger brother Josh, bringing over a kickboxing bag. We shot some hoops today and uh, had some brother brotherly love time, worked out together, got, got a workout in in the living room. Um, what else did I put up? I put up a video of me doing my go-to move on the court inspired by Kobe Bryant, turn around, fadeaway jumper. I love that move. If you ever play basketball with me, you know I do that move a lot. And if I get it going, I can really, I can really get it going. I'm just letting you know. And, uh, what else did I put up there today? Um, yeah, just putting content, just being consistent, being super consistent. Talked about, you know, hiring yourself for anything that you want to do or you're, you're passionate about. Hire yourself to make the content interesting concept. Um, big highlight of the day is that I uh, did my first online workout with the kickboxing crew. Good job, guys. It was it was a fun workout. Um, we I literally used a backpack filled with my old yearbooks as weight. And I used ragu alfredo parmesan garlic sauce for punching to have weights in my hand i'll talk about that more uh, probably in the next episode but yeah i had a good online workout we're just adjusting that's what winners do winners adjust and um i think a lot more people are going to be on tomorrow on saturday saturday at 8 30 a.m and um it was good we got a good sweat i love the feedback people are so grateful and you know, it felt good to work out again. It was, you know, almost every text said, thank you, Jason. I think it was about seven of us said, thank you, Jason. I needed that. And I love you all. And I'm glad I could serve. And, um, you know, it did a lot for me as well. It did a lot for me to be able to, to give and to know that, um, you know, I'm willing to step up in any way that I can. And uh, it's good practice. It's a good eye-opener that um, I can create some kind of online program, something way more um, advanced and branded and equipped that is, uh, you know, that people would be willing to pay for. So that's, it's it's done something for me too. And, um, you know, it's going to incubate to uh, to become something. I know it will. But... Today is this episode, as I do this at 9.40 at night, is going to be about Steph Curry. Steph Curry, a thought came to me the other day when I was posting. This is why you guys got to post. This is why you got to be active about your content and doing things because posting creates ideas. It creates thoughts. It helps you dive into stuff that you didn't even know was there. You know, one thing leads to another <laughs> And you have content for days. And I was posting about basketball because I like basketball, you know, with all the sports card stuff and just being a fan. And um, I follow the hashtag Stephen, Steph Curry on Instagram so I can see a lot of his posts come through on my feed. And I remember there was, a, there was this video that came up. And I remember this. I remember watching this from 2013. It was a preseason game. If you guys are Warrior fans, you guys are Steph Curry fans, you guys remember this. Preseason game, I don't remember who they were playing. It looks like they were playing out of the country, actually, based on how the gym looked. 
And um, Steph Curry, he passes the ball. He runs. Another person passes the ball. Steph Curry runs off to the sideline, gets the ball back, shoots the ball. And while the ball is in the air, Steph Curry is literally high-fiving or, or giving, um, not even a high-five. He's giving An- Andre Iguodala a, a, a handshake, like or a high, like a, you know, a slap on the hand. I guess it's a high five, low five. It's a low five. That's what it's called, a low five. And before the ball even goes in, he knows it's going in. He knows it's going in, and it went in. The crowd goes crazy, or the bench goes crazy, and Steph Curry is just—he's killing it all game. And this is what I wanted to talk about in this episode. Um, is 2013 was a great year, a defining year for Steph Curry, I would say, to where he knew at that moment something clicked for him. I'm sure, I mean, he could speak differently. I mean, this is just fan talk, right? I don't know him personally or if he ever had, has talking about talked about this before. <clears throat> but I would say 2013 was a defining year for him where he knew that he could not be messed with. That preseason game, that whole year, dude was on fire. Man was bad. He broke the three-point record that year for a single season. Hit 272. And this is when they were having talks like he could be the greatest three-point shooter ever. Could be the sh- I don't know if they're having a conversation about being the greatest shooter ever. Still kind of early. But, um, yeah, everybody realized that this guy can shoot. And he was willing to shoot it from anywhere. And that was the moment where the NBA, where you can where you can say he started changing the NBA. And we'll talk more about that towards the end of this podcast. But 2013, defining year for Steph Curry. And what also happened in that playoffs, if you guys remember, any Warriors fans or just people that remember, was the Golden State went in and they beat the Denver Nuggets. That's when they had Andre Iguodala. Denver, uh, Denver did. And they beat them in six games. Beat Denver in six games. And that was convincing because Denver was good that year. And being in the playoffs again for the first time since 2007, the We Believe team, it was a nervous feeling to go in and have to play a good team in Denver. I believe Denver was doing what they're kind of doing now. They were just whooping everybody at the at home. And I believe the Warriors came in, got some uh, a win or two in, in Denver. And that helped. Really helped. And so they moved on. They advanced to the Spurs. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember it looked like the Warriors almost could have won that series. But it was the Spurs. They're clutch. They're veterans. They lost to the Heat that year in seven games. Heat were, I mean, that was a good team. LeBron, D-Wade, Bosh. But they took them to six games. And there was a game where they had them. They had them. They were beating. They were beating the Spurs in San Antonio, and Ginobili got his little foul calls. Yes, I'm being sour, but I believe Ginobili's the biggest flopper, one of the biggest floppers ever be in the NBA. So he did some of that. He did some clutch shooting. Hit a, a a dagger three. I remember that game. Steph Curry was going off though. He was going off, and um, this playoff series between Denver and the Spurs was like the most hype I ever seen Curry. Even in the finals, I would say. This playoff series was the most hyped I've ever seen Steph Curry. Like he was hit, shooting the ball, animated, and he he was just he was he was energized. He was uh, he was pumped. Um, 
Hold on. He was pumped. And it'd be good to go back to to go see that. I need to go back on YouTube and watch the, that series. So, but they got eliminated. I remember Steph Curry got poked in the eye. <laughs> and I remember um, the announcers are saying, like, um, they just beat up. They beat up the series. And they didn't have they didn't have the the bench to get through through it. They didn't have the team, the squad to get through the next round. I remember they had Jarrett Jack. I think I was by ball hauling, ball hogging all game, just trying to be the guy to get them to win. Jared Jack, you're not that guy. But hey, so 2013 is done. They go into 2014. Golden State loses to. Oh, let me reverse. Let me reverse back. Let me reverse back. In 2013. I posted, this is what I said about Steph Curry before he was who we know who he is today. I said, if the Warriors do not get some kind of superstar or make a team for Steph, that guy's going to be gone because he's a top five player in the league. That's what I said. I said, he's a top five player in the league. I said that in 2013. And some people are like, no, I'm going to put that post back up from Facebook five, almost six years ago. Who were like, no, not yet. No, not yet. I was like, nah, he's a top five player. This guy is, he's the real deal. Um, he proved it. Maybe the first few years wasn't likely, but this year, yeah, that guy can ball. He can dribble. He's a leader. He can shoot. He's a playmaker. And he's young. He's only going to get better. That's, that's a top five player. Long story short, I mean, we've seen what happened, right? Two-time MVP. So... Three rings. Guy's incredible. But I said that. And I said, the GM needs to make some moves or that guy's going to be gone. And I believe that. I mean, of course, we don't know now. But I believe Steph Curry, if they, they didn't make some moves, it would it have it been bad. He would have been gone. He would have been on a different team. I, I, I believe that. So 2014 comes up. They lose to the Clippers. Again, Steph Curry had a great year. They lose to the Clippers. Um... And they should have beat the Clippers. They should have beat the Clippers. Didn't happen. Uh, and they say, you know, Mark Jackson gets fired. People are unhappy about it. A lot of Warrior fans are unhappy about it. It was a good move, obviously. Steve Kerr came in. And I even said, I said, that, that was a good move. Because the GM's making a statement. You don't want to settle to be a playoff team. There's plenty of teams that make the playoffs every year and just don't do anything. The Jazz. Um, who else? Uh, I mean, there's tons of teams. I mean, like, I can't even think of any right now. <laughs> you got the Jazz, right? That's a great one. They're a great example. Clippers, you can say the Clippers too. Clippers are our playoff team now that don't do anything. So the Warriors could have been that same kind of squad. Denver Nuggets, they could have been that same kind of squad. And that's not what the GM obviously wanted. And they made some good moves. You got Draymond Green. You got... Um, Clay Thompson, you got Andre Iguodala. They built an incredible bench. That 2017 Warriors was the best Warriors team when they got Kevin Durant, and the bench was solid. People were like, oh, the Warriors can come back because they still have Clay, they still have Draymond, they still have Steph. Well, Draymond's offense is way worse now. And uh, Clay's the man. Clay's the man. Um, and they don't, they don't have that bench. 
that bench was serious, man. That bench was hardcore, had death. And, um, yeah, they they don't have that right now. So, 2014 came. They fired Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. And I even said, I said that was a great move. GM's making a statement. And, um, yeah, so you fast forward five straight championships in a row. Appearances, three of those they won. Steph Curry, two MVPs. And uh, he completely changed the face of how the NBA is played. Changed the game. He did. There's no denying that. I believe Steph Curry is a top 10 player ever. This is my opinion. I believe Steph Curry is a top 10 player to ever play the game. Because he changed the three-point. I mean, yeah, there could have been people that came in and shot the lights out threes all day. But Steph Curry was good at is good at shooting threes. He's a good shooter, period. He's a good player, period. He's a playmaker. And he balls. Like, he's not just... Threes is not just his game. He can drive. He can create plays. He gets people open. And his accuracy on shooting is just incredible. I think he's a top 10 player to ever play the game. Completely changed the game. So, um, I'm gonna uh, share some more things that I want to say about Steph. And then I'm gonna include some some uh two comments that i got on on instagram and twitter about steph as well but so steph one of the things i love about steph is how he developed his hard work his his skills got got so got so sweet so sweet he's a leader um and he doesn't get a lot of love one of the comments is going to come up talks about that he's the most mvp player that doesn't get love doesn't get a foul calls, doesn't complain. You know, when he threw his mouthpiece at that Cavs final uh final series series where he got eliminated, I felt that 100 percent Because he he gets bad calls against him when he does get called for fouls against him, but he doesn't get calls. He gets hacked, he gets uh pushed around, he gets slapped, he gets held, and he just he still balls on everybody. So I love Steph's game. He's one of my favorite players now. One of my favorites, um, right there with Kobe, and Monte Ellis, just because that's that's just my guy, man. I just I love to have Monte Ellis played, um, and uh, I'm a LeBron James fan. Not super super hardcore, but like I love I love Le- Le- what LeBron James has done. The only time I ever cheered against him was against the Warriors. That's it. Like any other finals, I always wanted him to win, and. Um, Let's get to these comments about Steph Curry. So my boy Sean, thanks for replying, man, to the comment. I put a video up asking people about Steph Curry and what they love about him. Give me some feedback. Drop some comments. I got two. I got two. Apparently, people don't want to comment. They ain't, they ain't feeling me like that. But Sean, I, I, thanks, man. I, I love you for, for commenting so I can have something to talk about on this podcast. So Sean said... You guys can follow my Instagram, SD7777SD. Boy, why you got so many sevens in your name? <laughs> like, how many sevens do you need in your name, dude? Like, how lucky do you want to be? I'm up all night to get lucky. All right, anyway. Sean Doomlau. That's like a big brother to me, by the way. He said, you're just going to slam him because you're a Monte supporter, exclamation point. Just kidding, LOL. 
See, he knows I love Monte. So you you should speak on why he isn't in the face of the NBA. He literally changed the game without a superior athletic build. His mastery of dexterity in hand and eye coordination and precision elevated him to elite heights. And he overcame those troublesome ankle issues earlier in his career. Incredible. I totally agree. Um, changed the game of the NBA with a superior athletic build. So true. So true. If you guys look at the NBA today, people are shooting threes from another state. That's because of Steph Curry. James Harden, Trey Young, um, Damian Lillard. All these guys are shooting crazy far because Steph Curry made it believable. He made it doable. Um, Hand-eye coordination, handling skills, of course, precision elevated elite heights. And the ankles, like... People were worried about Steph Curry because he his ankles were like paper. He had to get surgery, and um, there's a point where they would have traded him, but he wasn't he wasn't able to get on the market because of those injuries. And you just didn't know. I remember Stephen A. was talking about it. He's just like I, just, like I don't know if Steph Curry can get to the next level because his ankles are like paper. He was injured, and it was it was frustrating to see that because you wanted to see this guy get better. He's the number seven pick. You're like, come on, man. Like, just be healthy. So he did overcome that. He still he still gets a little injury prone now. Like, this season, he missed a lot with a broken hand. Um, but he overcame it. Sean, thanks for the comment, man. Thanks for the comment. And here's a comment that came through on Twitter from my friend Ulysses. Um, you guys can follow him at U-J-B-A-L-A-Z-A-T-E-G-U-E. That's on Twitter. Um, we've been chatting a lot on Twitter. Good guy. He said his mental toughness is... He said he likes... He loves about Steph Curry is, is, is his mental toughness. Loved watching him carry his team back at Davidson. Be told he wouldn't do much in the NBA. Then became a future Hall of Famer. The brother is focused. True. Davidson, he put Davidson on the map. Took him to the, like the Elite Eight, I believe. A little school that nobody knew about. Nobody wanted to get Steph Curry. Davidson believed in him. Steph Curry went there, lit it up. And that's how he got noticed. And that's why the Warriors drafted him. Um, was told he wouldn't do much in the NBA. He was too small. Um, didn't have the offensive capability. Like You can read his report. It was bad. I think he got like a... I want to say a C or something, or D or something from the, like scouts. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. It doesn't match up to anything to what happened. And then became a future Hall of Famer, definitely a future Hall of Famer for sure. And the brother is focused. That's correct. Um, good feedback, good feedback. Um, I remember when Steph Curry came back. This is a fun one. I remember when Steph Curry came back from a knee injury against the Blazer series a couple of years ago. And... He came back, dude was focused on that series, came back, lit it up, had the owner of the Blazers jaw dropped, like, oh my gosh, this dude is dangerous, so, hey, this this is cool, this is cool to talk about Steph Curry, I'm excited for what he's going to do for his next few years, he's 32, which I'm kind of sad about, because I don't know what's going to happen as he gets older, but I, man, I hope we get another good five, six years out of Steph seeing him ball he's definitely gonna get the the all-time three-point record and if he gets another ring amazing just to be icing on the cake of what he's already done so Steph Curry keep up the good work man and thank you for bringing all your skill and 
good good energy and leadership to the world um showing people how to be a family man a good father a good husband and uh you're doing incredible things on the court and have made a huge influence on generations and generations to come so this is today's podcast episode number 14 kicking in with jason little basketball talk straight sports Till next time, I hope I get a Steph Curry rookie card one of these days, by the way. Till next time, look for episode 15 coming up soon. Oh, before I log off of this episode, definitely share with me what you like about Steph Curry. What have you learned from him and what do you like about his game? And just share just share some thoughts with me. Do you agree with some of the things that I said about him being one of the top 10 to ever touch a basketball? And um, yeah, engage with me on Instagram, Twitter, at JasonWTTW.